This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. And today we are coming to you from ASTE 2022 Tropical Storm Ian edition. And I'm here with Kim. And also our guest today is Justin Allen, who is a business consultant with Hunter Engineering Company. What an honor. Justin prefers to be called nice guy at large. (laughs) And if you know him, you know, that's the perfect description. (laughs) Thank you. The reason that we have Justin on today is because if you know Justin, if you follow Justin, if you're in the automotive industry and you have the opportunity to play around on TikTok or on Instagram or even on Facebook, you've probably seen one of his videos. He has really just adopted video you know, into his day-to-day life and does such an amazing job with it that we wanted to have him on. But before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsor. So thank you to our friends at RepairPal for this episode. RepairPal will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Well, hey, Justin. This is where the song and dance starts. <laughs> Are you really in the automotive industry if you don't know Justin? Yeah. That is so flattering. We should, so flattering. we should tell the story how we got to know him, though. Last year, right here at ASTE, Brian and I were recording the ASOG podcast. Justin just shared with us this story that he was walking in to the building and pulled up Facebook, saw that David Roman was live and clicked to watch and happened to be when you clicked in, we were talking about you. Amazing. So the first story you bring up on the podcast is about me crying in public at a hotel. I appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) You were the one that just said crying. I'm telling you. No, that was a real gift. It was a real gift for me to be encouraged by the kind things you guys are doing, obviously, with your the way you market not only yourselves, but the businesses you work with. Yeah. Walking in and hearing you guys on the podcast and hearing nice things say it. uh, That was a that was a neat moment. No question. Yeah. And so I appreciate that. And so here we are a year later. I get to watch the magic that you guys are creating online, uh, both with through your podcast and the way you post the stuff on your social media. And I've been fortunate enough to get to know other shop owners that you guys work with as clients as well to see the great things out there. Eduardo Trevino, I will tell you, I did not know this, but I went to him and I complimented all of his marketing. Uh, I said, man, it's looking great. I don't know what you're doing online. And he said, yeah, I'm paying a company to do that. But I didn't know it was you guys. So it was all a very, that's a blind compliment to mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. That your stuff out in the wild is, is yep. very attractive. Well, that's yep. awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love him. So we want to talk about short form video today. Okay. You know, you've just really adopted this. You know, tell us a little bit about why, why have you invested so heavily in doing this short form video? The very, very real specific of it in my own life is just the nature of the busyness of who I am and what I'm doing and where I'm trying to be. My wife and I have six children. We've got three boys and three girls, and I've been with Hunter for 12 years. I can never be in all the places at once as much as I want to be. And I had to think about how can I expand my presence and develop relationships with people that I can't see face to face. When you watch the trends of what is the next thing that gets more attention. My tagline for who I really am is that I love humans and the human experience. And one thing I know humans really love is other human faces if there's something we're going to be drawn to. So specifically in my business, if I show a picture of a tire changer, nobody's paying attention to that. If I show a tire changer that has a really excited owner standing next to it, that gets a lot more attention. Mm -hmm. If I show a video of an owner changing a tire, 
on that tire changer, being excited, and we're talking about it. It's just that next level, right? Yeah. And so all of the technology, all of the social media platforms have driven us all towards that, so much so that like currently on Instagram and Facebook, you don't see stories as a default. It all goes to the reels. Mm -hmm. The reels is the thing they've been trying to push to, of course, compete with TikTok. Mm -hmm. So good luck to Instagram and Facebook on that, right? Because TikTok has dominated the concept of the video. It's just more real life, right? It's like 3D stuff. When we've talked about canned marketing, mm -hmm. the spontaneous in-the-moment video presentation, there's nothing canned about that. It's the organic nature of Justin maybe exhausted, maybe a little bit harried in a day, stumbling through, stuttering through, whatever, people seem to respond to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as opposed to like a scripted something or other. And so it's just grown naturally out of that. I mean, trying to be something online in a video yep. that looks all polished and glamorous, I can't live up to that expectation in real life. It's just proven to be great to just try to be myself and put it out there and let it do what it's going to do. When I see you online and then I see you in person, yeah. there's no gap. It's the same. Thank you. It's the same guy. And that's what's attractive to people. And shop owners, they're so afraid, so many of them, to step out of their comfort zone and pull out that camera and right. do the thing right. because they feel a lot of them feel like they have to be something they're not. Yep. And we tell them all the time, just just be yourself. Absolutely. And it also doesn't have to be you, the shop owner. There's there is a character in your shop find that sure. person, they probably naturally lean yeah. to, to being able to do that. So I'm sure that it will inspire people because they, they get so wrapped up in thinking they have to be something they're not. Well, and I think it's easy to forget that we're all just average. We're all just responding to the same things. So if you find yourself constantly flipping past static images of whatever yep. and slowing down and you see a video, why would you think anybody is doing any different? So the value of doing a video, even just from what you keep finding yourself doing, if you're staring at TikTok all the time in your spare moments, mm -hmm. you're just average. It's okay, right? Yeah. So embrace what you yep. think you find creative because that's going to make it more entertaining for you anyway. Right. So those are probably the ways. So I preach to shop owners all the time about using short form video like mm -hmm. this and, and doing those in the moment videos, right. but I'm terrible at it myself. Yeah. You know, I have to force myself and I will often be, you know, I will think about what is it that I'm going to say? And I'll really put a lot of thought into that. But when I watch your videos, I feel like I'm just being led into a moment that's naturally occurring in your life. Like nothing has been scripted or really thought about, you know, beforehand. Yeah. You know, it's just a great experience for the person who's watching it. Mm. So, you know, before you do a video, what kind of preparation do you think about? You know, what is it that I'm going to talk about? Or are you right. just completely off the cuff? Within an outside sales job, I've got plenty of time driving around, you know, just windshield time thinking about things. And a thought will occur to me about something I find interesting. I'll be listening to one of the fantastic podcasts that I like to listen to, like Remarkable Results Radio Podcast, for instance. And I'll hear Carm talking to some shop owner about some pain point. And I'll, I'll think of some way that that's relatable to my clientele at the time or whatever, somebody specifically I could talk to. I'll usually voice to text on my calendar as soon as it's safe, whatever I'm doing, to say video about struggling with low profile tires or whatever. That way I can at least put it on my calendar. I might get to it in three days, but then I'll have some time to process a little bit. Okay, what are two or three quick points I can make? Because frankly, I'm not going to remember more than two or three if I'm going to try to shoot a video. I'm lucky yeah, to get yeah. through whatever I think of. So there's a little bit of thought put into it. The beauty, again, of being able to be outside is that oftentimes I can get to a place where that 
concept is absolutely relevant based on what I'm standing in front of in this moment or whatever. You know, so I try to do that, but there's no scripted or anything. Certainly, mm-hmm. I just think to myself, what are what are two or three key points I'm trying to get out there, and can I get it done in under one minute? I mean, attention span situation. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the details about people watching our videos, you always see like you've got an average of 11 seconds or yeah. whatever it was when you shot this three minute video. So I'm always trying to find messages that I can pare down and make them as brief as possible. So, you know, when it comes to video, social media, all of that, what is true today is not always true tomorrow. Boy, that's right. So you started doing this about how long ago? The marketing on social media started maybe eight years ago, eight to 10 years ago, but it was terrible. Like I'm embarrassed to look back at the early stuff I did, but it's just like everything else we talk about. If you're going to be an expert at that 10,000 hour mark, then uh, I was at the mark, the, the 15 hour mark way back then. And so, but it builds and it evolves and you have to stay ahead of it a little bit. Four years ago, got aggressive with it about how can I be serious to, yeah, like I said before, kind of expand my presence. Mm-hmm. I love talking about sponsors of the podcast who have already worked with and who have used before. So today, I'm super excited to talk to you about RepairPal, which, if you didn't know, will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com, the largest site for auto repair, and through the recommendation of their partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. Our shop was in RepairPal's certified network, and it was great for getting new customers who were looking for more than just oil changes. The average RepairPal customer spends over $600 on their first visit. I loved it, especially because we all know that consumers still mistrust repair shops. But the millions of customers that visit RepairPal.com monthly, they trust RepairPal certified shops for their high quality and great service. And there's no fear about being overcharged. So we were able to just focus on the repair. I highly recommend you check them out. It's the way to grow your business. Go to RepairPal.com forward slash shops, get one month of service free, and save $150 off certification. So what kind of changes have you seen in that time? The big one for me is a year ago. You know, TikTok was coming on strong and it was before that they were coming on strong. But for so long, we had all insisted on recording video in horizontal orientation because widescreen TVs, Mm -hmm. if you're going to shoot a video and share it with your family, that's where it's going to look good, right? So you'd see soccer moms at a soccer game with it vertical. And I'd be like, lady, turn it this way. It'd be better. As obnoxious as I could be to tell him better. (laughs) But say it's a friend of mine. I wouldn't talk to some stranger, but it's a friend of mine. Then TikTok totally flipped that. Mm-hmm. Totally literally. flipped that. Yeah, literally, right? Went from horizontal to vertical. And I think that's the biggest change that's happened. Mm-hmm. Where now, if you've got horizontally oriented video on TikTok, it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, you do not look like you're paying attention to what's actually happening there. It's YouTube. And so that's a challenge. We've got YouTube where that's exactly what you want is a horizontally oriented, right? Yeah. But that's been a big change that uh, I know I've had to reshape it to make it work for yesterday while we were here you were recording a video of me for tiktok right to uh to show people how to sign up for the the app here sure, at ASTD. Yep. and one of the things that you were saying is that you wanted to keep movement going on so yeah. you were kind of moving the camera around right and you were saying that tiktok likes that absolutely so what kind of things have you found that the the different platforms, you know, TikTok, Instagram Mm -hmm. reels, uh, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you do any YouTube shorts or not. What are the things that you have found, you know, the algorithms like? Oh gosh, when it comes to the algorithm, it's fascinating, right? Because you like to think one time that it's the hashtags and then the other time it's this, the whatever. The thing that I think I've really found is it's doggone music. 
which is challenging when you're talking in your videos mm-hmm. a little bit because it's hard to talk over Van Halen, right? right like right. singing Panama, like David sure. Lee Roth. He's like powerful. <laughs> How am I going to talk over that? So that's the challenge is finding instrumental stuff that's getting enough traction. And then those are only 15 seconds long. The really viral trendy ones are super duper short what they're available because that's what we're doing with our attention span. We're all getting shorter. But the music seems to be the biggest factor. Are you spending time digging into the statistics in the background to see which ones are performing better or who are you following to stay fresh and updated on Mm. new trends? And when it comes down to where like my camera angles come from, my dog on teenage daughters, man, like everything I learned about Instagram photography came from my teenage daughters and just watching the things they were doing, how they were doing and how this angle was more attractive and how you can look more like this if you do this, which is, by the way, probably toxic for all of us, all of (laughs) humanity. It's terrible, but um, it helped with that. So beyond that, as far as research, you know, I you have to watch enough of any of it to see what it's back to averages, whatever gets my attention. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable doing it. So if Young Gravy's got some new hit out there that everybody's using this this Young Gravy song, then I'm going to probably find a way to incorporate yep. that if I can, you know. You well, just... and it'll tell you what's popular in there when you're looking right. at that stuff. Right. So taking advice from your teenage daughters, yeah. what what do they say about your They make fun of everything I do. Yeah. They think I'm ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> they hate it. But that that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're supposed to do. That's true. Yeah, if you're yeah. They're probably at school like, hey, look at look what my dad's doing. This is so crazy. I wish. Wouldn't that be nice if they would show anybody? But no, <laughs> that's just like we did. We were teenagers too once. We were true. not bragging on our parents. Yeah, I guess no. that's true. I don't think so, so you've been doing this, you know, heavily for four years. Now. Right. How has that impacted your sales efforts? Let me tell you, listeners, the first thing you sell every day is you, your personality your whatever. My role is facilitated by those videos more than just about anything. I have people who are getting to know me before I ever walk in the door and they are determining whether or not they think I'm okay before I ever walk in the door. And when I think about it, like auto shop owners, holy cow, you've got customers that you can make fall hypothetically in love with you before they ever step foot in your door by showing them your expertise, by showing them your personality, by showing you them how approachable you are, by showing them that you care and you know what you're talking about. It does amazing thing for my business. And I can't like, if I had customers already walking in my door that I could help educate them that way, I want to teach anybody and everybody how to do it. I, you know, because it will revolutionize your business. I'm confident of it. I mean, I've, I believe it proves it to me every single day. Do you have shop owners that you walk into their shop and they say, show me how you do that? Um, I have shop owners that I walk in and they say, would you please do that for me? If you've watched any of my videos lately, I did one a couple of days ago about shop owners being introverts in general. Mm-hmm. And that's my big obstacle because I want to encourage them and help them do their things. And so the video thing, introvert, extrovert, whatever, difference between you and people that seem confident on videos that they've done it longer because nobody wants to hear their own voice. Everybody thinks they look ridiculous, but that's okay. That is part of you being natural and normal and relatable. Once you get started, you start getting comfortable with it. It gets easier. Sure. It gets better. I think probably most of us too, like the first experience we had with hearing our voice and be like, it was like, you know, voicemail recorder or whatever, like the earlier tape recorders and you'd hear it. <laughs> that's just a weird thing. But whatever you think is weird about your voice, this is the way you think about it. 
everybody in your life that you already know and love, they hear that voice all the time and they think you're okay. That's right. Right? So why are you letting yourself get freaked out about sounding kind of Mm -hmm. funny? I've never thought about that. People, if someone heard our voice the way that we hear it, they would be like, who is that? They absolutely would. Why are you so strange sounding today? Right? Mm -hmm. So it's funny. Like we judge ourselves like it's some problem and yet you- Like it's new. You talked Kim into marrying you. <laughs> Somehow well, you hoodooed her in this whole situation. The, the truth is, is she might have talked me into it. Ah, uh, oh, here we go. Sure. That is not sure. what this conversation is That's a really about. humble way to approach that. <laughs> but his voice actually mm. is one of the first things that attracted me to him. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you don't like your voice when you hear it recorded? Did you have you said oh, that? Oh, I, I can't stand listening to myself or watching myself. Yeah. So that's the next thing you need to get over, Brian. Look at that. Mm-hmm. This is therapy. <laughs> this is crying. fantastic. I, I don't look. We we turn the these podcast episodes into videos. You yeah. know, a lot of people will be watching this on you know Instagram Reels or on TikTok. I love watching your face on Instagram Reels and TikTok. Okay, so the people who don't necessarily not do this because they hate their own voice, right? They may not do this because they don't feel like they're technically able to. They feel like, oh, well, I've yeah. got to get into, you know, Adobe Premiere and edit this right. or, or something. So, yeah. you know, talk about talk about that. Like, what tools do you use, uh, you know, for both for recording yeah. and for editing? So I, I try to make this as complicated as possible. I download the TikTok app and then I do everything on TikTok. You want to get into video at all? TikTok has made it as easy as possible to correct, to delete, to re-record instantly. Pretty much everything I do is just done on TikTok these days because it's it instantly downloads it. I can disseminate it through all the other platforms. Really super easy to do. Um, I do use a gimbal. To answer a more, another part of your question there, I use a, a gimbal, a Z-H-Y-U-N, Zhun, I think, or something, Zhun gimbal, which is fantastic. It allows me to not look like I'm uh, either intoxicated or just really <laughs> jittery and nervous when That's I'm shooting video. probably good for your job. If you're not probably looking. good for my job. You know, for somebody who wants to get started mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. What is advice that you have for them? What are, you know, how should they get started? You should start. <laughs> your first video is going to be terrible. It's okay. You're going to be staring at your face and it's going to look terrible. You're going to say dumb stuff and it's going to sound awful. But it doesn't matter what it sounds like today. We want to talk about what it's going to look like 15 tries in because you're going to listen to it and you're going to watch it and you're going to keep fine tuning it. I did take some speech and communication classes once upon a time where you try to you, you realize that you're saying, um, for every sentence, right? And those kind of breaks and patterns, the different things you do vocally. And you you just improve that. But you just got to start. Dear shop owner, dear shop owner, put your face out there. Talk to people. Record some at home and send them to me. And I will say, here, try it like this. Maybe stand up next time, right? There's there's so many little things you can do, but you don't know till you try. How would somebody get in touch with you? You can find me on uh, the Facebooks as the letter J, Allen, A-L-L-E-N, Hunter. That's one way. Uh, I think it's the same on TikTok. There might be some underscores in there. Might be some underscores on uh, Instagram. But J, Allen, Hunter is kind of the the brand I go by out there, I guess you'd say. Any other advice or anything that you would want our listeners to hear before we finish up today? Just know that you are loved and we are here to help. Man, you can do it. I know you're busy and I know you're overwhelmed. But if you want to attract more technicians, if you want to attract more customers, if you want to change the types of customers, put your personality out there. Let people know who you are and you will start drawing the correct people to you.
All Thank right. you so much. My pleasure. Hey, to our listeners, thanks again for listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast on Aftermarket Radio Network. There are some other great shows on the network, and you can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com or on your favorite podcast listening apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and many others. Tune in for another episode next week, and until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.